Hey, if you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, make sure you call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. Free consultations are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Dial 713-322-HURT. That's 713-322-HURT. Or you can go to the website, DaspitLaw.com. This next act uh, asked me to read this. Black Sabbath, Iron Maiden, and Molly Hatchet could not be here tonight. But they all had sex and are proud to announce the birth of their two-headed baby, John and Lance. You found the trench. Get in the trench. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Not the trench. For some reason, John is, like, deeply offended by the nickname The Bench, which we actually started radio. He doesn't like... To be on a show where it's named anything other than the yeah, names, the names that, of the people who are Do you know that we used to complain that the bench got changed by an old program director to John and Lance, and we would make fun of that? Well, now, now he's changed. John doesn't like names for shows. Because he wants his name in it. I don't know what the reason is. You're probably right. But he's just he's always been against giving a show a name other than just calling it whoever is involved. Like, we once had a show called John or Hill and Dell. Like, that was what it was. See, that's not good. John or Hill with Dell, whatever. Like, uh, we wanted to call it Reading the, Rainbow no, or something. The Ununited Nations. I, that's even better. But it didn't. That's actually a really good nickname. It's funny. Except it wasn't what John wanted. Yeah, he's, a, he's bossy. And guess what? He's not here today. So he's not going to get his way today. He's like, had a poor – he was awful at yesterday just in general, but predicting what was going to happen in games. Yeah. And he's not here. He's had a is, poor week. Yeah, he's, he hasn't been great all week. Yeah, he's he's been – This was not, he needs to do better. He said some things that were just really questionable in nature. Anytime he's got a vacation day coming up, he literally goes in the tank in terms of just saying anything that comes to his mind. And, um, of course, he was on the wrong side of the Tua debate. He's like, it's a joke. Get over it. And now Ryan Clark is walking back his criticisms of Tua looking like a thick uh, stripper. And so we'll get to that in a little bit. He but, was also on the side of the kissing Spanish soccer federation president. That, was, that, that didn't end well. And uh, Astros, Astros will end up winning the division by six. They'll get it running. They'll get it. They'll win this division. Running, they'll run away from the rest of the. And pack. the run was supposed to begin with their ace yesterday, JP France. The according was, to John, the run was supposed to begin this big thirty-four and zero run, um, and that did not happen. The Astros, two days ago, before before the last two days of that Boston series, the four game series that they ended up splitting two two, um, the Astros were just you know on the verge of overtaking the Rangers and be in a good shape. We wake up this morning, the Astros lose 17 to one yesterday afternoon, and they are now one and a half ahead of the Blue Jays to even make the playoffs. They are now third in their own division. They lose the tiebreaker. They're tied with Seattle, but they lose the tiebreaker to Seattle. By the way, they lose the tiebreaker to Toronto too, which is something to keep an eye on. And, uh, and the Rangers are still in first place. So the Rangers in first Seattle now effectively is in second due to tiebreakers. The Houston Astros are third in the division. They're last in the playoff hunt. And Toronto, who owns the tiebreaker over the Astros, are a game and a half out. And uh, it's a little bit scary because the starting pitching, J.P. France, who's been 
one of the best starters for you. He got annihilated like nothing we have ever seen uh, this year for him, for the rookie. Yesterday, J.P. France's numbers look like this, two and a third, 11 hits, 10 earned runs, two walks, three strikeouts, and the rookie has been sensational, but that was just terrible. And he joins a long list of Astros starting pitchers with bad outings. I mean, going back to, if we go back to the second game of the Seattle series, August 19th, the Astros pitching gave up 10 runs, in the next game, seven runs, in the next game, four runs, three runs, seven runs, 17 runs. Now, I'm, I have to also say that wasn't all Astros pitchers. Uh, Astros catchers have also given up those numbers, too, <laughs> because Martin Maldonado pitched yesterday, and he threw an inning, gave up five hits, which is pretty similar to what basically France. he replicated France's yeah. start. The end and the beginning were pretty much the same. Pretty much the same. Gave up five hits, four in runs, one walk. He did not get a strikeout. Brandon Belak, when he came in, was not good. Even Rafael Montero came in and uh, had gave up two hits in the third of an inning, but did not give up a run. But um, it was an unfortunate day game for everyone. The Astros were out of it after the third inning, gave up ten runs in, in innings two and three combined, a four-run inning and a six-run inning. And that was a wrap. It was 11 to nothing after three. And Maldonado, we got to see Maldonado pitch. It did not have much of a fastball. We got to see or we were forced to see? Well, forced, forced to see, but by that point, it's a train wreck. You might as well see something fun. <laughs> did you enjoy Maldonado pitching? Not necessarily. Yeah, that wasn't fun. Not necessarily. 24 hits, the Astros give up. Uh, they did get 10, so that was nice. On a, on a Ten hits front. and one run scored. That's a great ratio. On a positive front, Alex Bregman had a multi-hit game. Mauricio Dubon had a multi-hit John game. John Singleton's now on a hot streak. John Singleton had a streak. two-game hitting streak. So John Singleton's getting hot. He's at 143 right now. Uh, Corey Jolks, the only Astro that did not get a hit. So, and Altuve would throw him in there as well. He oh, hit. yeah, Altuve was 0 for 2. Yeah, Altuve was 0 for 2. So, and then he left the game. So, um what we're looking at here is the Astros are now, they're trying to win the division and they're trying to hang on for a spot in the playoffs. How's it feel simultaneously? How does it feel to be in a pennant race? Not great. I don't like it. You don't it. like it. I huh? liked it a lot more when you're 50 games up last year. That ain't year. a race. That's why I'm asking. I think a lot of this consternation comes from the fact that the Astros haven't had and their fans haven't had to deal with this. No. Even in the year where they weren't good in the, in the pandemic year, they were fighting for a wild well, card. Everybody was in that. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't a division race. They were way out of it. But they found a way into the playoffs, and we know they, they were, were within one win of making it back to a World Series. But this is the first time since, like, 2017 where they're in a close race, and it's uncomfortable, particularly because this team can't be trusted. And it's really stemmed from the starting pitching. You have one guy. Well, we went into yesterday afternoon thinking J.P. France is the second guy. And we see that he can be volatile as well. And it's hard to trust a young pitcher who hasn't been in these type of moments before. And the other guy that you trust is Verlander, who just talked about having to change his mechanics to get back to form. To fix himself. Yeah, so you have you have what you think, because you've seen their history, six solid starters. And you can trust like half of one right now. Mm-hmm. This is it's uncomfortable. Um, uncomfortable to say the least. This is this is what you're dealing with right now. Um, you look at Framber Valdez in his Framber, for example, in his last five, 
He's got working in reverse his last three games. Five innings pitched, ten hits, six earned runs. Seven and two-thirds innings pitched, six hits, three earned runs. So that's not bad, obviously. They lost 5-1, but still. Seven innings pitched, eight hits, six earned runs. A no-hitter, three and two-thirds, eight hits, six earned runs. So basically, he has one elite game, one quality start, and I would say very good game against Miami and a loss, and three really terrible games. I mean, really terrible games. Um, So that's Fromber. That's your, I guess, one of your aces. You have Hunter Brown. Can Hunter Brown be trusted? I mean, his last outing, two and two-thirds innings, eight hits, six earned runs. Before that, two innings, and that was, wait, that was, no, that was a relief. No, 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 that was the start. Then you had the relief appearance where he was, goodness, two innings of relief. Six innings, eight hits, five earned runs. Six innings, five hits, two earned runs. Six innings, four hits, two earned runs. Hunter's been okay. Hunter's been okay. Not not as bumpy, for example, as Fraunberg. We already know Christian Javier, five innings, seven hits, three earned runs. Now, he calmed down after the first inning, but still, three walks, three strikeouts. The guy in his last four starts hasn't gotten – he's gotten to four strikeouts just once. He hasn't made it to seven innings pitched. I don't know if he's done it the whole season. But three earned runs, four earned runs, two earned runs in five innings, but he can't he, – he can't even get to quality starts anymore. Christian Javier cannot get to a quality start. He throws so many pitches. He's getting himself in so many jams. He could easily, those numbers could sound much worse than I read to you because he's gotten himself out of jam after jam after jam. And Jose Urquidy is, you know, I, I don't know. We'll see what we'll see what Urquidy has up his sleeve. The bottom line is, for you to say the pitching has been inconsistent, man, the starting pitching has been so inconsistent that it really, you really have to, you really don't even know what to expect from game to game anymore. And while the bats have woken up and they've made some noise here recently, especially certain players, um, you, I, it is just this is you're right. This is the first time for Astros fans in a in a regular season, not a pandemic season, that's played in front of cardboard cutouts, that you really are having to worry about. Can you even make the playoffs? But it's a weird season because you still are fighting for the division title and everything that comes with it. But on the other on the other end of the spectrum, you're just a couple of bad starts away from being out of the playoffs against a team that's been really hot in Seattle. In, uh, uh, well, and Seattle's already passed you, so Toronto now is the team you got to watch out for. Yeah, if you're not aware, can you imagine a season where all of a sudden out of nowhere? You you pick up Justin Verlander, it feels like you're on a roll, and then you don't make the playoffs? Yeah, since you picked up Justin Verlander and the same day Fromber throws the no-hitter, it's been not great. I mean, you were able to win the the Miami series, but I think the Seattle the Seattle sweep has kind of just changed the complexion of the entire yeah the, the entire way, not just for the fans, but you now the players know. Since then, we've had a players-only meeting. They bounced back with two wins against Boston, and then we have kind of the disaster that has been the last 10, inning, 10 or so innings because we remember from Wednesday night, they got they got out to a lead and kind of let that slip away, and now uh, they lose that one. Then last yesterday afternoon, they were never in it. So the three-game sweep has changed the complexion of the season for the Mariners and the Astros, and now, as you pointed out, you're fighting for just maybe being in that wild card, and it's a, a departure from what we've experienced. You talk about the pitching. Well, we have the probable starters for the series that begins in Detroit. 
You've got Verlander, Hunter Brown. I think they're skipping. I think I saw that they're skipping a Christian Javier start. Yeah, which probably makes some sense considering what he's looked like uh, over the over the last well since June actually. Four and seven in their last eleven. Um, two and five in their last seven. It's just not been not been good for the Astros. Now coming up, it's a pretty. I mean, it is a favor. It's it's a very favorable schedule for the Astros, relatively speaking. Obviously, you have some. Road games, <clears throat> you have to fade, but you're three at Detroit, followed by three at Boston. Then you've got New York at home. You're at Texas for three more. You've got the Padres at home, the A's at home for three, and then you're at the Royals before September 18th. You're going up against uh, the Baltimore Orioles. So you've got Royals, Padres. I mean, Padres obviously can be a very dangerous team, but it's been a disappointing year for them. Oakland. You've got the Rangers, which is obviously a huge series. Boston, who you can absolutely play with, obviously. The Yankees, who don't like seeing you. And you've got the uh, Detroit Tigers. So you've still got room to to make up for your poor play recently, but it's got to start with the pitchers. You start know, pitching and you have to feel good about Fromber going tonight. Why do I have to? There's no real reason. I just said that. Yeah. There's no reason to you feel good. You can't make me feel good about Fromber. <laughs> no, I'm going to make you feel good about Fromber going out there. Tonight. No, no, no. Javier, well, actually, Javier right now is scheduled to pitch against Boston. This is the way it looks right now. It looks like uh, it looks like a six-man rotation, but you might be right. Maybe they did switch that. Right now it's scheduled Valdez, Brown, but this is the way ESPN lines it up. Valdez, Hunter Brown, Verlander, then Javier versus Sale, Urquidy, and then JP France. So they've got six now, but they could... Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if they if they just skipped Javier. I, right now, Javier needs to be skipped just about every game. Well, the, well, the last time he, he pitched um, August twenty first, so he he should be pitching in the Detroit series in this Detroit series, I believe. Right? That's that's how it works. Maybe that's the, oh I, yeah no no I know what you yeah that's they, yeah they yeah might, you're right you're right he's being skipped right yeah he's being skipped into the Red Sox series yeah. right yeah you're right he is being skipped so. Um, to keep Verlander on his on his track. So if you have thoughts on that, uh, on Maldi's appearance, he's got a chance to join, you know, the Astros bullpen. I thought his appearance looked a lot like some of the Montero appearances. So he could fit in there if he doesn't catch. If they really want to get Yiner Diaz starts at catcher. 7-13, it won't be all at. What are you going to do? What are we going to do? We're going to move three hours of 17 to one talk. We can't do three hours of 17 to one talk. We got ESPN personalities doing hostage-type videos. Yep. We've got... We got a certain quarterback in this town talking about he ain't she ain't tripping about mm-hmm. uh, about not being named the starter. There we didn't other- mention he's actually an owner now as well. See who's an owner? ESPN ninety seven five. Damn it, Leroy! Leroy, you were just stupid. At least I have chicken. the Veritex Community Bank Studios. It's time to rejoin the undisputed best sports talk show in Houston. It's clearly John and Lance, except no substitutes. We just got this. It's funny to hear Dale talk about baseball. It's not funny to me. That's a Cam Newton. You're talking about routes. I know. It's funny to hear females talk about routes. What? What did you just say? That's what Cam Newton said. Oh. I have a clip of it. I haven't played it. In a while, but it's not fun to me. I feel like I feel drained after talking about baseball. Well, it's particularly a seventeen to one loss. 
Yeah, that wasn't good. Um, the coin spoke yesterday, and it was it was bad. And it came up ask whooping. Yeah, yeah. It's it's basically. Will I put in my? Am I going to put in a catcher to pitch? Flip. The coin has spoken. Tails, Maldonado's in. Heads, I stick with my bullpen. Tails, I go Maldonado. Bling. Coin boys. Tail catcher. Okay, so you talked about. The hometown quarterback who ain't tripping. <clears throat> the first thing I'm going to, uh, before we get to the meat of it, I do want to say, we didn't mention this at all. C.J. Stroud is a proud owner of what, Dell? You, It's your story. I don't know. What would you guess? It. I would think a new puppy. Nope. Pickleball team. <sighs> what is, I, I got it. It's just. Okay, Crocs coming back. These are some of the things that I just don't understand. Twenty twenty three anymore. Wear Crocs or yesterday? Or yeah, what? yeah. They come Crocs or slides. My wife told them yesterday. My two boys who are going to the same high school for the first time. She said, "Protect your brother." Did she say that? And she didn't say that. <laughs> what she did say is, "You guys aren't wearing Crocs or slides to school." <laughs> what? They just lo- they this literally what ba- based on what that's the new based on what that's the new you're not wearing jeans you got to wear slacks to school mm-hmm. she's like you're going to wear a proper set of shoes yeah you're not wearing things made out of pl- just plastic we're not wearing plastic to school so they found out they can't wear slides with socks you know because they're the ones who I told you they go are to they the get, gym are they they get- go to the gym with the YMCA gym with shoes in their bags and their socks can I, and can slides. I, can kids. I step in here? Yeah, go ahead. If you don't play for an organized team, mm-hmm. I don't want to see you do that. Like, if That's you, the move. If you're rolling up to the gym in your socks and slides, then to put on your shoes, why? Well, well, you're not You're not playing three games from, in an AAU tournament so you I have to rest your feet. Question. I ask the same need, question. Why do you need the slides on? Keep the kicks tight. <laughs> Stop it. You you don't have three games a day where you need to keep those feet from becoming like sourdough, so you put on slides to yeah. relax them. You're just going up there to play a non-competitive game of basketball. That's the fashion, Dell. You ain't got to wear slides That's to the put fashion. on your shoes. That's the fashion. And Sebastian kept telling my wife, it's the trend. The trend is to wear slides and Crocs. Like, I don't care. The Zerline boys were in shoes. Tell Y'all me, aren't like, getting put, out of here. What about slip-on Vans? Those are comfortable. Just yeah, wear that. On. Those are wear that. Nope, those aren't the those aren't the trend for them. For Sebastian's, Sebastian's also kind of a hype beast. He wears he orders clothes from. He looks kind of like a Jodeci cover sometimes. Uh, what? Yeah, he looks like he dresses like he wants to be in a Jodeci cover from the early nineties. Is he Casey or JoJo? Uh, more JoJo, more the other guy, not Casey, not JoJo, one of the other two guys, and not the singers. And he orders from Timu. Do you know about this about Timu? No, it's like. That's where you get the the fake clothes, you know. That's where you can you go get things that are basically made in China somewhere for super cheap. And some of his fits are just, I just. So you have no say about what he wears. Other Mason than- is wearing the the as John would say, Dago tees around <laughs> with a chain. He had to go get the perfect. Can you chain. say that? Yeah, well, that's what John says. No, but can you say No, it? I just said what John says. No. I didn't say it. If I don't say it and I say, oh, John says this. <laughs> I'm not sure because I can go, no, that's what Cam said because all I said was fe- females and routes. I don't know if you can. Yeah, I can because I just so I didn't can, say it. Can I say? Did you hear what John said about when he called us that t-shirt? <laughs> well, I, I just don't like calling it wife beaters. Like, that's kind of, 
That's kind of that's bad I don't too. Know. I don't so like. That. He's going to. So the, what do I call it? So you know those trailer park. How about okay? A, those white tees you'd see on cops on the show cops or in trailer parks. So he wears that in a silver. You could just cane. say undershirt. Yeah, that's what he says, but I want to make sure you know what <laughs> I think what it's pretty I'm, easy. You could just say undershirts, and I think people will get it. So, uh, so your son goes John to... John says something different. I understand that. So your son goes to the fashion version of DH Gate to get you yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it is. Okay. that's what. It's just another DH Gate, but this... So he will wear clothes. So anyway, and yesterday I took Mason. He got his hair cut at Empire, which is like... That's where a lot of athletes go. He was, I need a low taper fade. Okay. And then, <laughs> Did he get one? Yeah. Yeah, he Did you take a picture of yourself, the low taper face? Well, he was getting cut up, as you can see right here, oh, by Julian I, Diaz. He, he's looking sharp. Look, you see how he's got it kind of I trimmed up it. around there? I see it. Yeah. And then he decides afterwards, like, I just don't like any haircuts. It makes my hair look too short. It's a haircut. That's kind of the prop. Well, Sean is on on his way to something. We, Sean Mapes, who, when's the last time you cut your hair, Sean? Um, Probably March. So he's on his way. But he's wait, got, are you going for a play? Is like a playoff run? Is like until the Astros are out of the playoffs, or what are you doing? Yeah, until they lead the division again. Um, <laughs> well, good luck. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Just I like he, it long. See, Pause. you know what? It's a McCullers thing. <laughs> is it? Yeah, it's a Lance McCullers. So thing. are you not going to show not, up? For, it's not a Lance. I, I, if there's anyone's style, I'm not trying to bite. It's Lance McCullers. <laughs> I don't think. Not, I don't think. I don't think it's hidden the same way it was a few years ago. No, it's not. I've noticed in some of the commercials, it's more up in the bun now. It's kind of not going. That may just be the shot. It's easier in the HEB commercials. Not. It's nice that he's still. They. I'm sure they filmed those all before the season I'm sure. started. Probably. I'm sure. Alex Bregman had a little mullet. Um, yeah, CJ owns a pickleball team. So. I get pulled off the, I get pulled off the off track very easily, Sean. So if you got put me back, back I th- on track, I do think it. we Dell just lets me crash. I think we went into a, a better direction than talking about him owning a pickleball team. Well, I was just saying, I, I don't know. Okay, so what I things I don't understand, like I don't understand how Crocs made their way back. Crocs for kids is to me. I were making fun of that with with Crocs like a decade ago, almost We've trends. Been, I never saw coming. Kids wearing Crocs, um, hardcore. Mexicans in Los Angeles being fans of Morrissey and the Smiths, especially Morrissey. I never saw that coming. To this day, it doesn't make sense to me. And it also doesn't make sense that professional athletes are now involved with pickleball. I watched pickleball for the first time. I, a, I invented pickleball. You and, didn't. Yes, I did. You in didn't. 19, yes, I did. When I was 11, I invented pickleball in a, in a basement in Kansas. Yes, I invented it with our, we had rack, we had uh, ping pong paddles and plastic trackballs. We invented pickleball. Me and my brother Mike, a hundred percent. I'm not going to get credit for it. I understand. I should have copyrighted it or patented it or whatever, but I didn't get to do it because uh, we didn't have social media. Or I would have. We would have obviously gone viral with this great sport. I saw old women and men playing it in the YMCA, and I'm talking like 15 years ago. This has been around, and I thought, oh. One day when I can't move well, I'll play this. You mean today? This is like today. <laughs> this this could be a sport, you know, because you it's it's you know you can do it without running all over the place. Uh-huh. How did this pickleball They're become a, a thing where Kevin Durant is involved? Miles Garrett, CJ Stroud, and now CJ Stroud. And you know how much CJ loves Texas sports, don't you? Did you know that? Let me read his. Let me read his. Uh, oh, so we have release. we have a blurb. I am all uh, I am all in on the pickleball rage. 
Stroud said in a statement, I'm clearly a fan of Texas sports. How do, yeah, clearly. And I look forward to supporting the Texas did Ranchers. You, did we all know that? Clearly. That he was a fan of Texas sports? Yes, obviously. He's a fan, clearly. He didn't grow up here, didn't go to college here. But, but clearly. clearly he's a fan of all sports, and he's looking forward to supporting the Texas Ranchers and becoming the leader in Major League Pickleball. Major League Pickleball. Texas has always been home to some of the best sports teams and passionate fans in America, and the Ranchers are going to be that next big phenomenon. But what really excites me, this is the NFT which, sports. Which awful I don't think PR going, person wrote that? Well, that I, that's I don't, terrible. Yeah, this is like not believable Couldn't even at all. name a team. They no. said Texas has always been home to great sports teams. Name one. Didn't even throw a team in that's there. That's what I'm saying. I have a problem with it has to sound like C.J. Stroud was saying. It's like say somebody's not tripping. Or like say I'm not tripping on other pickleball teams. I've got sound where he's not tripping. Or just say like I'm truly blessed to. Yes. You know, I give all glory to say God I feel and to ble- the Texas yeah. Ranger or Ranchers. There you go. I, ranchers. You would be better yeah. as his PR person than Thanks. whoever wrote this. That's uh, a terrible release. We're just going to stay on our grind and try to become the best pickleball uh, franchise in the world or whatever it is. But what really excites me is the Ranchers' leadership and their vision to build communities. And add diversity to the sport. So now it's <laughs> it, about diversity in pickleball. pickleball I didn't know it was an exclusive. Is pickleball an all-white sport? <laughs> it used to be grandmas and grandpas. Yes. Old grandma, Only grandpa, old white, white ladies. Grandmas and, and, white and grandpas. Men. That's what it was. But now pickleball is where we're going to find diversity and build communities through pickleball. Huh. Do you know how loud pickleball is? It's loud as hell. The noises they make, it's... It's caused people to move out of their homes before in these giant pickleball courts that they have now with like 20 pickleball. They're now buying up old tennis locations, and they're changing them all to pickleball. Is Habitat for Humanity going to stop building homes? No, they're going to build more because of pickleball. Start start building pickleball courts for people? The Texas ranchers are going to take over Habitat for Humanity. And start building out pickleball courts? No, they're going to build out houses. They're trying to build out the communities. I can't wait wait for the day. I don't believe the press release. That's (laughs) why I'm going in a different direction. I can't wait for the day that pickleball takes over from the MLB trying to build diversity in communities. So instead of Mm -hmm. baseball fields being built, we have pickleball courts because we need we need to get young black people into pickleball. Yeah, why? You inner, know, inner, city inner, city, inner city kids into pickleball. Instead of, yeah, RPI, instead of the RBI Foundation, some kind of pickle. The P just stands for pickleball. I haven't worked out the other ones. Yeah. But um, are we going to now see, like, it, because pickleball needs more inclusivity. I'm just telling you now. I don't have a lot of friends growing up, bas- friends who play basketball who are black or, or anyone of color who I would think, you know, this guy needs to get, he would, you know who would love pickleball more than anybody? Rodney Williams. <laughs> I don't think about this. Stan Funches would love pickleball. He needs, Stan, are you up on pickleball yet? Because I'm not up on pickleball. I'm I, not playing. I see it, and I'm like, yes. I don't think it's I. It's too hot to it, play pickleball. Pickle, then it's like, it's too cold. It could rain. I always come up with excuses. There's always a reason not to play Plus, it. I have no friends who want to play. I look. I've heard this thing. John's play, John plays pickleball. Yes. We have John's into the trendy. John's into the trendy pickleball. He's our, we already know John is a hype beast. He's he already got is. Gucci shoes, Japanese high tops that zip up, and now he's into pickleball. You know, all, all these sports shows will have these off-topic moments where we we get into the lives of the people on the shows. All the people mentioning pickleball look a certain way. John, yeah, that's true, and I don't think people want it to be inclusive. I think if I were black, I'd like, 
Y'all keep... CJ, you don't have to try to get me into this. I'm fine. I don't. It's kind of it's like, like it's easy in... to play. I just don't know if I would want to. I don't know what would get an. an I don't know what would get an athletic thirty three year a thirty three year old athlete. Really, if, frankly, if allowed, of any race. If I'm allowed to sli- roll up there with my slides and socks and then put on my pickleball shoes, I might do it. You could. You could do that. And one last one. Um, so, yeah, and then John Bash, stop talking about disc golf. But pickleball, no, you're not going to do this. You're not allowed to put pickleball We're not over. Stamp pickleball. I don't care how popular pickleball's getting. Pickle, no, you can't put pickleball, oh, just throw your disc, play your little frisbee into some chains. You're hitting stuff with the, what are you talking about? You're hitting a trackball and you're. No, I'm not doing this. Pickleball is going to be the NFT, although it's getting big, but so is NFT. Pickleball is going to be the NFT of sports. Do you think CJ Stroud is going to lose all his money? I hope. <laughs> Pickleball, you hope. Yeah, not nothing against CJ Stroud, but we can't have pro athletes trying to buy into pickleball because they think they're building Can he just win the starting can job? Can I ask you this question, too? Can I ask you this question? Sure. Since diversity in pickleball is a big issue. Uh, no, apparently it's not. The- inclusivity. No, it's not, Let by the way. Let me ask you this. You know, my wife loves to hike. And when I'm in shape, I like to hike, too. Not as far as she does. She loves. She likes it a battle of wills. She says if it's anything under 10 miles, it's a punk-ass hike, and it should have never happened. <laughs> it's like I, uh, it's kind of a baby hike. I'm mm. like, what? Let me ask you this question. I, re- I was reading an article where a girl said there's a big inc- inclusivity problem for hiking. No, there isn't. An outdoor... I, that's my whole thing. That's hiking what I'm is, like. Hiking, you can do it anytime you want. In, Why aren't you hiking this? banning people? I do. I don't go on hikes. I go. I guess call. I go on little bitch hikes because I go for like six miles. So I guess I, that's not I a real can, hike. I think that's a hike. You uh, mean three and three, like yeah, three miles three out, three and miles then back. back? Yeah, that's a to six me that's round a hike. Trip. Yeah, she, she definitely thinks that's a bitch. It's an individual thing to go hiking, or you go with a buddy or whatever. You go or you don't, or you don't. There's no inclusivity problem. There's no owners of teams keeping you yeah. out. There's no Rooney rule of hiking. Who's stopping if me? If you want to go, go. No one is stopping you from putting on the, some shoes and walking out of your house. The, the, I, the article about diversity of hiking, I'm like, I think there's some people who don't want to just go hike. Yeah. I th- there's a lot of people of all races who don't want to go walk. People, because at the end of it, it's walking. you are walking, and, cli- and, and it's even worse if you're having to climb. I like Flat hikes. Are the My ma- wife likes to climb one and a half miles upwards. Can I? Are the mountains and the hills racist? Who's who's stopping people from walking? No, I, I, Dale, you're the Jackie Robinson of yeah uh, hiking. hiking. Uh, yeah, you tell us. So in a couple months, who's the, so in a couple months, a fellow hiker's going to knock me out like Tim Anderson got knocked out. <laughs> no, I hope not. I hope Jackie that Robinson happen. of hiking. All right, Dale's making us go past the break. Yeah, it's my fault. Seven thirty, right here on the bench, or some people call it the trench. 713-780-3776. Charlie is up. If you guys want to jump in, 713-780-3776. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Is it football season yet? Job! I don't want no job. I want to play football, you a- I want some feeling. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance and the same five guys who always call. Oh, yay. <laughs> My buddy Dustin text, uh, texted me and said, I make Sebastian's 
Well, and Masons. I guess both of them, their style choices sound like kids from a Guy Ritchie movie. That's actually accurate. It's actually what they look like. Let's get Charlie in here. Charlie wants to talk about C.J. Stroud. I don't know if he wants to talk about Texans quarterback C.J. Stroud, although we don't know if he's a starter yet. Let's get that out there. Or if he wants to talk about the pickleball owner or lifelong Texas sports fan, fan of all sports in Texas, C.J. Stroud. What's up, Charlie? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, uh, yeah, I want to talk about C.J. Stroud, but... Real quick about the uh, when Del, whenever Dell said he feels down about baseball or something like that earlier, uh, man, they, you know there's studies about that. They supposedly, if you're really uh, like a fan like a, a certain team or sport, I guess, and then your team loses, your testosterone goes down. If your team wins, your testosterone goes up. You're like essentially living vicariously through them. So I guess you're, you're an Astros fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are. I'm, cool with that. Uh, I'm, I'm an Astros fan too. Uh, now, nah, in terms of CJ Stroud, man, I'm done with him already. Like, I, I'm, I'm gonna give you three reasons why he's not a franchise quarterback. Man, number one, number one, he, uh, man, no coach likes him. Like they, they think he can't take constructive criticism. I mean, I'm pretty sure they're, eventually they're, we're gonna hear about it with the Texans too. They already heard about it during the draft process. Number two, I mean. I don't. I feel like he's not a. He's not, he doesn't have the mentality to be a franchise quarterback. He's all. He's very Gen Z, in my opinion. And number three, man, he went to that all-white party like with uh, James Harden and the Kardashians. Uh, I forgot. I don't even know the guy's name, but all the Hollywood dudes were there. Yeah, I never I expected to see. I never expected to see him there. Like, what, what the hell are you doing there, man? Go, go practice. Go train. But yeah, that's, that's pretty much. Sure. I, I agree with Gilbert. Like, he a traitor. He said. Agree with Gilbert. Get that trade done now. Charlie um, hits on some weird things to hit on, but they're things that go through my mind. <laughs> I'm suddenly like, wow, that's weird because, like, it's little things. I'm just so – sometimes I'm just so not fair to people in my own mind. At least I've I can admit I've been saying it. this about you for a while. Yeah, but at least I can admit it. Like, okay, I'm going to tell you something that doesn't make a lot of sense, and I'm just going to admit this. Anybody who has hair like DeBrat's, I don't know why it bothers me when men have hair like DeBrat. Oh, you, like when men have hair like her? Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. Like, I always feel like they're not going to be the best Serious they're, people? They're not going to be serious people. I like DeBrat. She seemed like a serious person when she was rapping. But I don't like DeBrat hair. Uh, on men. On men. Yeah, that's, for some you- reason, that's like a bias. Number two, the all-white party as a rookie. That does feel like too much. His agent's Mulligetta, right? Yes, his agent's Mulligetta. Mulligetta, we know of his clients. Mulligetta, yeah. One being Deshaun. So Mulligetta is at a level where he can get his rookie quarterback into that party? Yes. Yeah, I think think that's what it is. I think that's what it is. I think it's Mulligetta and his clients probably can get in. Uh, And CJ's the second pick of the draft. I mean, that's, you know, it's kind of a big deal, but... Um, yeah, but he's, it's a, not, he's I, a I don't Texan, wanna, though. He's, he's still a Texan. He said he feels like he's Gen Z because he, he, he is Gen Z. He is Gen Z. I don't know about the rest of everything you said. Go train. It's what he wants. I, I, yeah, I, I want to let C.J. Stroud. I want to let C.J. Stroud play is, out. Is, I mean, I think C.J. Stroud's got a lot of got a lot of potential. I did read though, um, in D.J. Bienemy's. Well, so they had an article on ESPN that talked about. Every rookie quarterback, and I guess DJ Bienemy would have written this up, and he talked about how you know what the coaches are saying. There's a section for all these, and the coach Bobby Sloak was he really does a good job of getting through you know his problems, like recognizing his own issues uh, and what he needs to do to correct it. 
and recognizing other people's problems and what they need to do to get through it. Like, that sounds, that sounds, you know what I read that as? Hey, he did this wrong. That wide receiver. <laughs> I'm going to tell you wrong. exactly he, why he screwed up. Yeah, yeah. So um, I don't know. That, if, I, I, honestly, what I heard from what I heard from a very reliable source is he didn't he didn't deal with his position coach. He only dealt with Ryan Day. He didn't believe in well, his position you, coach. Did you agree with what Charlie said that throughout the process we found out he doesn't take criticism well? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think that's but but that can be changed. I mean, if I think if he respects. You know, you can argue about whether or not he should immediately respect the the, the authority on the team or whatever. Um, you know, I think you should. But if he, but if that's been an issue for him, as long as he respects Bobby Slowick, I think he's going to get along great with Gerard Johnson, the uh, the quarterback coach. As long as he respects the play caller, Bobby Slowick, and his head coach, D'Amico Ryan's, I'm fine with that. So, I, I I'm not I'm not somebody who, to me, I don't. You got to show me who you are. I'm not going to assume who you are, other than if your hair is a certain way, but <laughs> like Debrat stuff. But yeah. for real, I don't care what he what happened at Ohio State. I only care what he happens. I only care what happens with the Texans. So if he shows that he's capable of being coached of you know of all the things you want from your quarterback, then the stuff that happened in the past is irrelevant to me. That's just part of the growing process. If it becomes an issue with the Texans, then he'll have a problem being a franchise quarterback for any team. And, of course, we as Texans fans um, are, are not going to love it. But CJ, to me, let's, let's, let it, let's let him play it out, man. Let's, he's got a long way to go. It's not – got news for you. You're, if you don't like CJ Stroud after two games, you're really not going to like his rookie season because he's going to have some bumpy roads. But I do think the second half of the season is going to be much better than the first half. So just keep that in mind as you're watching the first half. Nah, trade his ass. Yeah, or you get maximum value for him. Yeah, right now. Trade. I mean, you see, he doesn't. He he does. Charlie was done with them. Well, he and Gilbert. So we have two in the corner of trade them now. <laughs> this is an all time. This is an all time peak for a lack he, of patience he, for has, quarterbacks. Has he thrown a touchdown pass in the preseason yet? He's thought about it. No, I, I know he's thought about it, but has he thrown one? He's working up to it. I feel like that's a level. I bet he, he does this next game against the Saints. What if he doesn't? Are you all in on a trade? No, I'm not all in on a trade. What I'm going to still continue to say that we need to let the second pick of the draft play. What if I could get you Jonathan Taylor, Alec Pierce? Not interested. And Anthony Richardson? No, he oh. he don't he doesn't complete passes either. At least not. I already at, know that at a high level. I already know that. Who would you try? I think the Colts are. I get why they're starting them. To me, starting Anthony Richardson, man, he is so far behind. He's behind Levis. Like, Richardson to me, and I think the Colts are willing to take their lumps because they know they can run him a lot. But, man, I just think that's. Yeah, I watched. If he's mentally tough enough, that's fine. Yeah, I watched him a little bit yesterday. We see the callers, Jerry and Miller. We got to go to break. So, actually, I'm not going to do what Lance would do and continue the segment. Mm -hmm. We're just going to go to break, try to stay on time. We got a couple callers. If you want to call in, Please do. Lance, what's the number? 713 I'm glad you asked, Dale. 713 780 3776. 713 780 3776. 
We got a pickleball call and a CJ Stroud call. That's just the way I like it. 713-780-3776. I also like John Daspit, John Daspit and the Daspit Law Firm. Um, going to be doing he was telling me how many different cases, the caseloads they handle. And the reason they can handle so many caseloads is because he has a lot of lawyers working for him. A lot of lawyers. He's hired them with specific things in mind that he looks for. This is a guy who was a very effective lawyer at Fulbright Jaworski, one of the most coveted or one of the most lauded um firms here in the city of Houston, went to University of Texas, his undergrad, got two degrees there, his law degree from University of Houston. He's about Houston, man. He went to high school here. His uh, wife is from Victoria. That's not Houston, but he keeps it. He keeps it Gulf Coast now. And um, I just love the way he fights for people. I love he's got a different type of personality where he is. He does not back down from confrontation. And that's what you have to have. You have to have that when when you've got the other side is a bunch of lawyers for the insurance company trying to squeeze you on a settlement for a personal injury where you've been injured because of someone else's negligence. I mean, they are really, really rough. They are very aggressive, and you need someone to push back and fight for you, and that is John Daspit all day, every day. DaspitLaw.com or go to seven or call 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Dude. I'd be most worried about seeing my seminal vesicles. I like the Florida State seminal vesicles. Now back to two guys who would by now be recognized as common law married in at least eight states. John and Lance from the Veritex Community Bank Studios on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. This is kind of the pickleball of shows. Very inclusive show. We're building that way. We're getting there. Yes, if you have listened and don't really have new thoughts on Dusty Baker because you think they're all, they've all been put out there in the ether, this is the show for you because we don't have to talk about Dusty. I don't have any new Dusty yeah. stuff. I mean, particularly after a 17-1 ball game. We can't blame Dusty for that. No. My dad called me yesterday, and, you know, he's Mr. Astros now. He is, is Jake on, Myers still he is, stupid looking? He, yes. Okay. He's still, he still asks questions about that. Like I said, Jake hit a home run. He goes, what did his face look like? <laughs> he's got a dumb-looking like, face. So I said, uh, so he calls, and he goes, boy, I hate to say this because I've been on the other side of this as a coach, but – what are those pitching coaches doing? He goes, my gosh. That's DNA. You do that too. I know. He just said, I don't want to do this because I know how hard it is. He goes, they can't. These pitching coaches have got to get something figured out here. This is terrible. This is absolutely terrible. Is anyone talking about the pitching coaches? I said, me. He goes, yeah, you're bashing coaches. That's why Bill O'Brien had to go after you. <laughs> Funny joke, Dad. It's true. Funny it's joke, funny Dad. because it's true. It's not true. It's it is never true. true. Let's get Miller in here. He wants to talk pickleball. What's up, Miller? Hey, oh. you're just hating on pickleball because you don't want to get beat by an eleven-year-old. Well, I mean, if you want to, if you want to play, we can play, Miller. 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 I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and avoid you. Now, I would prefer to play two-on-two pickleballs, and I already know it's not going to be. Well, it could be Dell. Miller, you got a you have a teammate. You have, a, you have somebody you want a partner, p- yeah. whatever they call it in pickleball. Or did I want to play y'all. Did some? All right, I, well, who you can got? Can I then? investigate something? Go ahead, go ahead. Miller, did you were you prompted to call by an adult, or did you just listen and hear us and decide you wanted to call into the show? It's kind of both. Not gonna lie. Yeah, who's no? I like. Can you name? Lying. Can you name the person who said you should call in? 
Is it your dad, your mom? Who did it? Dad. My dad. It's and always me and dad. him want to play you. What's your dad's name? So Miller? is it going to be you and your dad playing? <laughs> yeah, me and my dad both play. Okay, who do y'all want to play? Me and John? I don't care. I just want to play. Yeah, you and John. Okay. Good. I, you're talking, I don't have like, to be involved. You're talking a lot you're of noise, confidence? Miller. Miller's like, so Miller, are you afraid of playing me and John? Not really. Yeah, you probably shouldn't be, but but I just I do want to ask you this: Are you in school? Is your school started yet? No, I'm actually going there right now. Miller, what do you think of Crocs? Are you allowed to wear Crocs? Yeah, do you like Crocs at all, Miller? Yeah, I love Crocs. I told you, Miller, I'm wearing them right now. Are you have Croc charms on? Yeah. See, I know you, Miller. I'm in your head already. Where are you you're wearing head, Crocs. I bet they're white Crocs. We know, they? we know your game. We know what yeah. you want to wear. Are you wearing white Crocs, Miller? Why do you need to know that? Because I need to know that. Are you wearing white Crocs with Croc charms? Yes or no? Why do you need to know that? Because you're a pickleball hype beast. Miller, I already know what you are. Miller, let me and t- if you ever step on the court, you and your dad with me and Granada, you'll get rolled. Miller, let me tell you something. I'm in your head, Miller. I don't I don't want to put undue pressure on you, but your dad is living through you right now. So yeah. if you lose this this pickleball game to John and, and Lance, your dad is going to love you a little less. I mean, I didn't co-sign no, that. Not. I mean, no, not. I think look, let it happen and see what happens. Look at your dad. And look at him and say, Dad, say Dad just, if I just lo- right if I now lo- in the car. If I lose to John and Lance, will you love me less? And he's going to say no, but the answer is yes. Ask him, Miller, right now. Ask him right now, Miller. <laughs> if, I be- if I lose to them in pickleball, will you love me any less? No. That's, he just said no. That's a lie, he Miller. Told you, Dell told you how this is going to go, Miller. I told you he's going to tell you. He already told you how this is going to go. But if it goes a certain way, he's going to look at you differently from now on. That's how all dads are. Do you feel the pressure building? you feel like you have to win? Are you choking a little bit, Miller? No. Mm. Are you going to play with Crocs on or are you going to wear some you actual sound less shoes? Com- you sound less confident right now. Are you going to play with Crocs on or actual shoes? I'm going to play with actual shoes on. What shoes are you going to wear? Some kind of Nike Lowe's? Air dunk lows? No, I'm gonna wear Adidas. Adidas. Oh, that's good. That's, you know, it's checks over stripes, Miller. What no, are you doing? no, 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 no. We're I, we're striped. Even, even I'm gonna make y'all happy. They're Astro colors too. Mm. Okay, I can respect that. I can respect that. That's good. Oh, you're one of those kids who wear shoes that don't match their clothes. I know you. I know who he, you are. He represents the city like C.J. Stroud does in the state. Uh. <laughs> All right, listen. Get to school. How's the first week of school been? All right. It's all right. It's just school. okay. It's school. What's how good can yeah, it be? Yeah, I know. I know. Miller, we thank you for calling in. Right. But remember, if you lose to John and Lance, just watch the relationship between you and your dad change. Miller, I don't. I can't say that for certain. I don't know enough about your dad. I, I don't think that's true, Miller. Just let the record reflect. I think you'll be fine. But I can't. You can't promise that. that. I thought Astros starting pitching would be a lot better too, and I was wrong about that. Anybody else want to have their kids calling? <laughs> thanks, Miller. Have Thank fun you, Miller, and thanks to Miller's dad. I like that he had a little like, yeah, a little you sauce. You could tell he had, he did have some sauce. Why is that important? Because yeah. he knew why I you read asked, his ass. Why you asked? I read his questions. ass from the Crocs to the Croc charms, and when I hit the white Crocs, he goes, "Hey, he was like, what have I got he's in my head? Into? Yeah, he's in my head. He knows me. Yeah, I know you. I've had a bunch of views. I've had a bunch of little Millers <laughs> running around. Yeah, my last Miller was snacks. So I know I've got a bunch of Millers. That's not a problem. Let's get 
Stroud in here. Uh, no, uh, Jerry in here. He wants to talk about C.J. Stroud. What's up, Jerry? Hey, guys. Man, I don't know how to follow up after that call. Uh, but it's, it's very simple. Look, uh, the fact that C.J. is more worried about investing in football really irks me. All right? I'm 28, and I have friends all around the city of Houston. like, hey, let's go play pickleball and eat up. Dude, I'm 28. I'm not going to go play a 55-year-old right now. I'm going to go play pickleball. Let's go play tennis. It's not my fault you got some bum-ass games. All right? And another thing, CJ Stroud, look, man, I, I, don't, I don't trust him. I don't trust him. DTR, that quarterback up in Cleveland, at the end of the day, he's going to have a better career than all these quarterbacks that got drafted ahead of him. Go Browns! Oh, you're a Browns fan. Oh, Browns. How weird is that? He's a Browns fan. But hold on a second. He's DTR. Okay, so we can't. So he when he's he's ragging on Stroud, we can't trust him because yeah. he's a Browns fan. You're a Browns fan. You're completely untrustworthy. I was about to say, man, two Texans fans are all are, are, have already gone in on C.J. Stroud about pickleball. That's what I oh, do. Wait, you talk about. You he was right about 20 years from me. Wait a minute. You pickleball. say you don't like people. You don't trust people with the brat hair. Who has sort of the brat hair? Um. Well, Carmelo did. I didn't like it. What about C.J. Stroud? To, no, that's why I'm bringing it up. Okay. That's why it came up in the first place. C.J. has DeBrat here. So you don't that trust him. That was the reason I brought okay. it up. So you don't trust him. It just, I just have a bias against him. If C.J. just cut it off, I feel like, I just for, for whatever reason, even my own he, personal bias that I'm readily admitting, guys, I can't get in trouble for admitting I have a bias. Even if he laid it down. But, yeah. But the fact that it's, it's just, just a, I don't know. I, when I, I remember Carmelo, I was always uncomfortable with Syracuse Carmelo Anthony. I am uncomfortable in the NBA with the guys who try to lay it down and put the headbands over it. I still know you have DeBrat braids. Like, mm-hmm. I still know it. It's not, I don't know. And it's it's me. It's a Lance problem. He I'm un- not saying it's a CJ problem. Let the record reflect. I'm just telling you I have certain biases. Understood. Every, we all do. I have a bias against kids who wear Crocs named Miller. <laughs> Yours is very specific. Yeah, very specific. You have a very specific bias. All right. Yeah, have your call, kids call in on the way to school. 713. And it's better. Unless listen. you want me to question the relationship between you and your child, you probably shouldn't. And I'll be honest. I thought it would be better for kids to call now when John's out. But after listening to you. Like, John will say some rude things, but I'm going to dig into the heart of the matter. And I think mine well, is more destructive than Hannibal John's. Lecter, where you went into the, like, you were digging into the psyche of the kid and the relationship between... Well, I, just, I think I started it, I actually. just know how fathers and sons are, and if, if he puts you up to it and you lose to John Lance, your relationship will never be the same. All right, we have a call about Broncos wide receivers and a caller named Giuseppe. And he wants to talk about the WWE. So it's that, that kind of day. It's a very inclusive show today because, let's face it, we'll talk Astros if you want, but 17-1, to 1, I don't even care about talking about yesterday's game. 713-780-3776. We've got DJ Bienemy, uh is going to come on, Texans beat writer for ESPN. And uh, we also have, uh, that's it. I think that's the more only sports. person we have. We've got more sports, And we'll too. have more quote-unquote sports. Uh, I am working on Josh Pate. i got to see if Josh Pate answered me on Twitter. Our college football expert and analyst is going to be back soon. So we'll have him on every single week. It's 7.59 right here on the bench, 713-780-3776. And I want to talk to you right now about getting to a break and getting to the second hour. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Sweet Sassy Molassie. John Stockton says, hey, look at me. I'm a little teapot. I'll run right up your dress. But then Carl Malone says, sweet Sassy Molassie, you are going to pay a lot. 